Welcome back, team. I'm Najee Simmons, and this is the No Job Podcast, where we have a deep and sincere hatred for jobs, but we absolutely love to work when the work has meaning to us, when we're doing something purposeful. A job is just somewhere you go to trade your time for money, but work is using your energy in alignment with your passion to build something that's important to you and is profitable and make money. Yes. So we don't accept the nine to five nightmare as our destiny. And if we do, we work a job for a period of time as part of a plan to get to a place where we no longer have to. We are determined. And I mean determined to go from working out jobs to working out dreams for a living. And listen, it's no secret how we get there, right? We plan, we work, we work, we plan, we stay the course and we stay encouraged. But that is not easy to do. That's why we're building this community. That's why the No Job Podcast exists. This is a community of people who don't want to have jobs anymore. We're growing our businesses. We're we're making plans. We're staying encouraged. We're staying strong. We're staying on tasks. And we're doing it together. We're not going to quit. And for today's episode, I want to warn you. I just want to warn you, you jobless people and you jobless wannabes. I want to warn you about discouragement. Right. I want to warn you about what can happen to you while you wait, right, while you wait for your dream to manifest. And I'm not spooky. All I mean is while you wait for all the pieces to come together, the opportunities you need, the hard work you're already putting in, the knowledge you're gaining along the way. When you're waiting for all of those things to coalesce and doing your part. You can get discouraged. You can start to feel uninspired. Right. And I want to I want to keep you not just from feeling that way, but from the consequences of feeling that way when you let it go on for too long. Because we don't wait the same way other people wait. We wait different. <laughs> when we wait, we're doing stuff. We're moving the ball forward. We're doing everything we can to make progress. And we don't wait to do work. We wait for the results of the work that we're doing. But because we're pushing so hard and putting in so much effort, Waiting sucks when we don't see the results right away. And look, this is a serious matter. Because discouragement does a lot more to you than than just make you feel sad. Discouragement is a devil. It's a literal devil determined to take away your hope and your character little by little. And we're going to focus on those two things a lot today. Hope and character. That is what discouragement wants to take away. You're wondering why discouragement keeps on bothering you. It's because it wants to take away your hope and it wants to take away your character because those are the only two things that you actually need to make your dreams come true. It's crazy, but I'm not gassing it. I know I'm making it sound serious, but there's no way you're taking this seriously enough. Discouragement is not going to get the best of you, not by my watch. A feeling is not going to make you focus on anything other than what you need to keep your eyes on, which is the prize. Don't let your boring, uninspiring job turn you into a boring, uninspiring human being. If you forget who you are, you're absolutely going to stay where you are. And stagnation is not cool with us. We don't do that here. I'm here to encourage you, whatever you do, don't let them grind you down. This is the No Job Podcast. Listen, I'm going to tell you a little story from my life. 
title of this episode is Don't Let Them Grind You Down. And I talked about it a little bit at the top, about how circumstances and environments and feelings can can sort of whittle away at your hope and your character and change the way you are. But I'm going to share a little bit about my college experience and how that changed me a little bit. And it, it wasn't like it was in some area that dramatically affected my outcomes, but it had some effect on my life. So here it goes. When I went off to college at 18 years old, I was a punctual guy. I was the type of person that got somewhere when he said he was going to be there. And I used to get annoyed at people that weren't like that. And I promise, guys, this is all relevant to the topic. So let me be clear. It wasn't like I was the, the swaggiest dude, had the best clothes, had the game. Not None of that. I wasn't, I wasn't fly, but I knew how to get somewhere on time. That was one thing I really knew. At least I did at first. So what happened was I found some friends, my guys. Most of them are people I still talk to today. These are my dudes, right? My boys. And they just didn't get places on time. Like it wasn't a thing for them. They'd say, meet me, meet me in Kelly. That was the cafeteria, the dining area. Meet me there, you know, in 15 minutes. Meet me there at, I don't know, 345. And even though they were all coming from different places, they all knew how to get, they, they knew somehow to get there at 4.30. And I was the only idiot who was there at 3.45. I never got how that worked. Never did. There's like a code to lateness that I never figured out. It's like how, you ever see the birds flying in V formation? Like, how do they know where they're supposed to be? I don't know. Late people have that going on too. And anyway, my point is before long, I didn't know how to get anywhere on time. At one point, I was getting to be the one that was there later than everybody. And after I graduated, after I got out of college, I literally had to relearn how to get places on time. (laughs) And the reason I'm telling this story is to show you how naturally we assimilate to our environments. We assimilate to our environments much more naturally than we assimilate to our aspirations. I'll say that again. You will conform to your environment much more readily, easily, and naturally than you will conform to your aspirations. So in a culture of lateness, I became a habitually late person. And I know most of you listening are dissatisfied with your jobs if you're still in the stage where you have a job, like I am. You don't like them. You want out. That's why you're listening to the No Job Podcast. God bless you. But even though you don't want to be at your jobs, the fact of the matter is you're spending at least 40 hours a week there. You're in the culture there. And unless you're being very careful, which I'm teaching you to do today, you are being changed and influenced by the culture of your job. That makes sense, right? I didn't even have to ask. I know it makes perfect sense. I thought this through, guys. I don't just come here talking. So you, the person who wants to quit the nine to five nightmare and work his dream for a living, and work her dream for a living, right? You are developing the habits at the job that will keep you there forever. You are developing habits at your job that will keep you there forever. Right now, you're at your job because you're the person that belongs at your job. You'll be living your dream when you become the person who belongs in his dream, in her dream, living that life. If you keep on going like this, you will lose. Do not conform. Stop it now. Don't let them grind you down. Don't let them. Don't let them grind you down. So what exactly am I talking about? 
I'm going to get highly specific with just five examples. There are millions more. And my hope is that when you're listening to this, if you don't identify with all of the five, I know you'll identify with some of them and probably others that I didn't list here. So I have five gems, five habits that are signs that your job, your current environment has more influence on your behavior and your eventual outcome than your aspirations do, than your supposed destination does. Let your destination and your aspirations influence you more than your environment, more than your current state. But these signs I'm about to list, they're signs that you've stopped believing. And you're out of your mind if you think these habits can't stop your dream from becoming a reality. The first habit, habit number one, is the habit of poor presentation. When you don't look the part. Like anybody else, I've started jobs where I dressed to impress in the beginning. And as time went on, as I got discouraged because I was still there and I didn't want to be, the quality of my presentation, my, my clothing, my attire went down. So it's, it's when you start wearing the tie a little looser. It's when you start seeing what you can get away with wearing as opposed to what's the best thing for you to wear to make the impression that you should be making for the world to see you as the person that you want to be known as. Because make no mistake, the people at your job are still people in the world that you say you want to serve. They're still part of the marketplace that you say you want to serve. And if all they can see you for is a slob, if all they can see you for is somebody who's always, who always looks lazy, I don't know what you think the rest of the world is going to see you as. Everybody is the market. Everyone you encounter is the market. Habit number two is the habit of just getting by. And you're going to see all these habits are closely related. Are you trying to figure out the minimum amount of work you can get done and not get fired? Because that stuff, that you'll never be an entrepreneur living like that. You'll never, and I'm not a guy who likes to shoot down people's dreams. I am a guy who loves to shoot down people's fantasies, though, because fantasies are deadly. Fantasies don't come true. They cost a lot, and they don't come true. They cost you all the opportunity that you really do have in this world and in this life. So I got no problem shutting down your fantasy. And if your aspiration is to just get by, just do enough. The market will never respect you. In whatever discipline you think you want to go off and do your, on your own, they'll never respect you. Can you name anybody who's successful that thinks like that? Some of you, oh God, some of you want to be entrepreneurs because you want to do less work. Please exit this podcast if I've just described you. Thank you. Because I, 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 I just can't with you. I can't. I love you so much that I can't let you play around like you should ever leave your job because if that's the, if you're if you're one of those bare minimum guys bare minimum girls the job you have is saving your life you probably don't even deserve it next the habit of indifference have you gotten to a place where you don't care if the company you're at succeeds or fails so let's just start with the obvious it doesn't even make sense for you not to be invested in the company you work at success because if they can't succeed and make money, you won't have a job with them anymore. You understand that, right? That's the first thing. Second, you need to be enthusiastic about the things you're putting work into because it's all a part of character development. 
If you learn to not care for 40 hours a week, it is so hard to turn on the to turn up the care dial, right? You really think you're going to be able to turn up the care dial that you had turned down all day when you get home after your nine to five to work on your passion five to nine? What kind of energy are you bringing to your five to nine if you if you were dialed down for your whole nine to five? And while I understand you're never going to feel the way about your nine to five that you do about your passion, that's not what I'm saying here. If you get to a place and allow yourself to stay in a place where you don't care whether your company can succeed, whether your company prospers, you're running the risk of letting indifference and an attitude of indifference seep into every other area of your life. And sooner or later, you won't really care whether you accomplish your dream or not. You have to have your intentionality always turned on. Number four is the habit of transactional as opposed to relational behavior. What does that mean? That means I let the fact that I go to work, and this is me right now, I go to work just like you right now, right? I go to work and every two weeks I expect and receive a check to pay for what I've done as the the full extent of my relationship with my workplace. I'm transactional. I go in, boom, 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 get what I need to to get done finished, and I'm out of there, and I just want the check. I don't interact with any other, other humans in the building. Do you, know, do you know most opportunities will come to you through people, and you don't always know which people are going to be able to bring you those opportunities? You're not even taking the time to be cordial to people in the hallway. And I know everybody's working from, from home now, but you can say, you can say hello to somebody or in the in the Zoom room, you can you can compliment somebody on some work they did. You can shoot an email and said, "Hey man, I saw that you report you sent to the team. I think you did a great job." You can be relational. You can still be building relationships. If you have a forty hour a week or more job and you get in and you get out, you don't talk to any people. You're not even mining that situation for all the opportunities and connections that could be there. Shame on you. Number five. We're all familiar with this. Number five is the habit of courting distraction. Are you, are you on Instagram when you should be working on your reports coming up? Are you, are, are, you, are you literally watching the clock? Are you looking for some low-level activity that is easier and less mentally taxing to do than the urgent and important tasks on your desk? Are you courting distraction? Are you trying to find distraction, right? Are you looking for it so you don't have to do what's in front of you? Because I'll tell you this right now. If in business you court distraction, you're courting disaster, you're courting failure. Because if you're going to be doing anything on your own, you have to be your own accountability, your own boss. You have got to be focused on business activities. You got to be centered. Courting distraction will not get you there. So from the top, if you find yourself developing the habit of poor presentation, the the habit of, of just getting by, the habit of indifference or an indifferent attitude, the habit of transactional as opposed to relational behavior, and the habit of courting distraction, not only are you a bad employee, your dreams are never going to come true. 
I just got to keep it real with you because I'm not going to have anybody to say, I listened to the No Job podcast with host Najee Simmons and, and I listened to what he told me and nothing's happening for me. No, I got to do right by you because I got to do right by my family name. Nobody's going to call me a liar. Avoid these habits at all cost. Do not let your job grind you down. This is the No Job Podcast. As we close out, guys, I just want to discuss an idea I brought up at the top of the show, which is that the only two things you need to succeed are hope and character. And I just want to tell you exactly what I mean by that. Hope is the belief that the unseen, the yet unseen, can actually become a reality, become reality. Hope is believing that what you're looking for is, in fact, possible, that there is a path, there is a path from what you have to what you want. There's a, there's a real path that you can work to get there. That's what hope is. What is, what, what is, what is character? Character Character is your commitment to doing those things that you need to do on a consistent basis in order to make your hope a reality. So hope is believing it can happen. Character is your commitment to making it happen. Here's why discourage is such a doggone devil. Because if it can get you to stop believing that what you want is possible, of course you're not going to commit to do the work. There's going to be no consistency. You're going to give up, right? Because that's the rational thing to do. If you don't believe it's possible, giving up is the only course of action. And if it can get you to alter your character, if it can get you to be less consistent than you usually are, if it can, if it can get you to not put as much intention and effort into your, your work as you usually do, it can chip away at your chances of actually succeeding. So look at how sick this is, guys. If your, if your character and your consistency of effort diminishes so much, you won't see any progress and then you'll lose hope. If you lose hope, you'll stop trying as hard and you'll lose your character. Do you see the vicious cycle and the way this works here? You've always got to be working on your hope and working on your character. And one thing I've learned in life is that keeping your belief system intact and keeping your efforts intact is a discipline and an art. And it's something you have to focus on. It's something you need to feed and fuel in order to keep that fire going. That fire is always going to need oxygen. You're always going to be throwing wood into it to keep it going or else it'll eventually simmer out and go away. How do I keep my belief system intact so that I don't give up, right? Because the only way to ensure that it doesn't happen, that you don't reach your goal, is to give up. How do I prevent that from happening at all costs? I watch what I, what I read and what I listen to and to the people I put myself around, myself around. I control what goes into my ears and what goes into my eyes. Because those are the God-given avenues that, that we've been given to control our beliefs, you see, you didn't know you could control what you believe. To a large extent, you can. Whatever you drink in through your eyes and, and through your ears and whatever you let into your heart will eventually come out of it. You form your beliefs by what you expose yourself to. 
We strive to be a resource that it just makes sense to expose yourself to if you've got great things that you want to accomplish. If you love to work, but really hate the idea of spending the rest of your life at a job, just showing somewhere, showing up somewhere to get a paycheck and leave and feel like you're getting nothing out of it other than the money. If you love to work, but you can't stand, you can't stand the idea of not working towards your dreams in a big and significant way. If you have the audacity to believe that it is possible to make a living, for you to make a living, doing what you love, if you're one of those daring, crazy people, this is the place for you and you get and understand everything I'm saying because it resonates you. And what I want to say to you people, because I'm one of you and I've always wanted somebody to talk right to me in my life. You have to be intentional about keeping your belief system. Your belief in your dream is a gift from God. You have to work hard to protect that belief. You need to put a fence of protection around it. It has everything to do with your associations and the media, the media that you consume. Hope and character are the only two things you need to succeed. Hope is believing that it's possible. Character is a commitment to making it happen. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Najee Simmons, and this is the No Job Podcast. Mm-hmm.